Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, our striker girls are playing in Sydney against the Sydney Thunder, Rooch. Can you update us there? Adelaide batted first. Mm. Seven for 121. Sydney in response is currently three for 27, needing 95 off 69 balls. I think our next guest was there. A lot of people thought he may Mm. have been in Perth, but he's been up in Sydney. Timmy Nielsen is the Redback State Talent Manager, and he joins us now. Hello, Tim. Hi, Kim. How are you, Michael? How are you going? All right? Hello. Yeah, great to have you on, Timmy. Hey, let's have a look at our uh, men's team. For, oh, no, let's go through the women's. Uh, what were you up there doing? Uh, yeah, just here with the girls for their game today against the Thunder. Um, so they're currently playing at the new Cricket New South Wales Cricket Centre. It's called the new Cricket New South Wales Big Facility. So mm. wicket's a bit dicey. Um, 121. We were two for, two for four, I think, at one stage, as were they. So it was... They fought hard, and I think we're still right in the game here. So with yeah. a bit of luck, um, another wicket or two, and keep doing that scoring rate up or required rate up, and we'll be right in the hunt. Well, in general, mm, our great. girls are going been, been going very well. Let's let's have a look at the men. Uh, they went over to Perth. Uh, they got close in both matches, the one day and the Shield game, but no cigar. Yeah, the Shield game first. Um, we had an amazing win against Queensland, if you remember, mm. a couple of weeks ago. We got home by three runs, and it was a very similar sort of game. This one against Western Australia as well, and that it was a difficult batting wicket. It was, mm. it was basically the average score for the for the four innings was right on 200, and that's what they needed to get in the last innings. And snuck home by a couple of wickets, so it was a, a tight tussle. I suppose the positive is we're we're playing competitive cricket away from home, and if we can keep doing that and being such close matches, we reckon we'll win our fair share. So, as we showed in Brisbane, so yeah, tight. But as you say, no cigar, and then backed it up yesterday mm. with. A decent performance with the, with the bat uh, to get 270. Again, a funny old wicket, and then we just didn't field our best yesterday. And, and um, uh, Whiteman played really nicely to get 130 of not out and, and steered the Western Australians home. Yeah, so it was close on both counts, but uh, that probably sums up our one-day season, I reckon, to be, to be truly honest with you. We haven't really quite nailed either the batting or the bowling or the fielding in all together in any game, and as such, we haven't won any. Yeah, didn't want to bring that up. Sitting sixth on the table, the only state that hasn't had a victory. Hopefully we turn that around, Rich. So, Tim, if you go back to the Shield game, is there a session you'd love to have again? Um, I reckon we lost three for 20 straight after lunch on day one. Uh, We fought hard. We were two down, uh, and we fought really hard to get to lunch at two down after losing the toss on what was a pretty green wicket (coughs) and Mm. a difficult wicket to battle on, as as the game showed the whole way through. Um, yeah, but to lose three <coughs> straight after the break, which was also two batsmen that had batted for a period of time in Carter and McSweeney and were in, I'd love to think if we got through that little first half an hour period 
yeah. two down or at worst three down. We might have got two fifty, and that could have been the difference in the game. Mm. So, you know, game of inches at the moment. Uh, we did it really well in Queensland. If you remember, uh, McSweeney and Hunt both got hundreds, and they mm. put on a big partnership. Yeah. But in the end, we were able to sneak home. We didn't quite have that contribution this time, and our bowling group's going really nicely. We just need to try and find enough runs for them to defend. Back to the one day yesterday. It was good to see Daniel Drew get amongst the runs again. 84 off 96. He did some work experience in here. And here after, meeting, after meeting the Roach, his form was stuffed <laughs> for go. about five innings. <laughs> he destroyed he's him. Had, he's had the, the slump from the, from the boys <laughs> in the office. Has he? Yeah, OK. Well, we'll keep that in mind. We try and give these guys an opportunity to go and learn about different things outside cricket. But Bob is down. Maybe just stay away from you. Yeah, exactly. You worry about cricket. Yeah, you but, won't learn much in no. here, I tell you. <laughs> I tell no, it's good to see him get some runs. He he was he's been a bit dry in the shield games, uh, and but working really hardly hard. So to get to get eighty on him to, to, to get some confidence, hopefully for our next shield game against Victoria next week was really important. Let's give you some easy questions. Uh, who's the better cricketer, Tim Nielsen or your son Harry? Harry by a mile. Ooh. Well, is that a, a father's love? For, is that a father's love for his son, or where <laughs> where are his strengths superior to yours? Uh, uh, he's, a, he's an excellent keeper, and he's and he's fine. And he's and he's fighting hard and doing a good job with the bat in the middle order. We, he's uh, he got some runs against Queensland. He got some runs against WA as well. So that was positive. So no, he's, he's having a good run at the moment. So it's all going well. I know it's awkward to talk about your son, but we spoke to Dizzy and to Ryan Harris and a few people uh, over the journey, and we've we've mentioned Harry and what holds him back from perhaps going to the next level. Would you say that it's his batting? Everyone compliments his work behind the stumps. Does he have to pick it up a notch with the bat? Yeah, ideally. I mean, you know, he's batting at seven. Um, mm. Probably the guys that are in front of him in that, in that sort of, uh, in the next level are batting a bit higher than that. But probably the most important thing is when you get the opportunities, maybe like on day four uh, against Western Australia, if you've been really critical, you've got the 50 on him and then, then nick one. If you can turn that into 70, 80 or even 100. Yep. Um, yeah, I think his keeping's going really nicely. It's just a matter of getting a couple of really big scores and I suppose getting really big scores at the time when they're picking teams or there's opportunity. Um, as Alex Carey's found out, it's a, it's a tough, tough gig being yeah. a keeper. There's only one spot, and you can, if you miss a couple of times, you can find yourself sitting on the edge. So, uh, so yeah, I think for him to, to it's been nice for him actually. And you know, this is not a father's thing. This is it's been nice for him to a bit like Daniel Drew to get a, and a consistent run with Alex being away playing yeah. Test and international cricket. And I think he's probably gaining some confidence in that area and, and finding his way. So we hope that that'll continue. As you know, it's important that they are middle order and, and lower middle order are contributing well with the bat and getting us those targets. Just Tim, just on the World Cup, and you mentioned Alex Carey, uh, was he hard done by? Is it a call you would have made with Josh Inglis? Uh, no, I'm biased, obviously, but I yep. certainly thought he was hard done by, personally. I think uh, where they where they were batting at five or six, uh, it was a difficult role. You're either going in on wickets that you've got to try and keep going at about seven or eight on over when the ball's a bit older and you're getting in maybe with 10 overs to go, or you've got to try and reconstruct the innings. Mm. Um, he, had, he did have a couple of opportunities to probably get more runs, but I thought mm. he deserved maybe a couple of more chances before they did. And I think what we saw was that Josh did a great job, um, but he didn't necessarily make a huge amount of runs either. It was it's a tough gig batting in that spot. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I thought he deserved an opportunity for a bit longer, but as I say, I'm... We know he's a little an, bit biased. I'm a thousand, yeah. thousand percent biased. <laughs> we know he's an absolute gentleman. He's one of the world's nicest men. Uh, there were suggestions he'd been affected by what happened in England. Do you think there's any truth in that? Did it, did it eat away at his psyche or his mindset or his confidence? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, speaking to him about it, he was, he was comfortable enough with how it all rolled out. I, I don't think you can underestimate, um, and we'll never really know what goes inside someone's head with the social media and the continual 
rubbish, I reckon, that goes on there. Mm. And the biggest challenge is actually turn it off and not read it if you can. Um, mm. But, no, I think he just probably had a bit of a flat spot with the bat at the wrong time. Having said that, he got 99 against South Africa, only three or four hits earlier as well. So he hadn't missed out totally. It was just, I suppose, one of those calls selectors make. They felt like they might need to rejuvenate. They needed to make a change. We lost our first game and mm. ended up losing the first two. And, and as, as I suppose the decision has been vindicated. So, Tim, you handle talent management and that profile at the SACA. We can be very proud of Travis Head becoming a local product. He's made it big on the international stage. Do you feel it's working better for you now that you've got a tighter, sort of neater district game at the moment? Are you seeing that working to your advantage on talent identification yeah. and development? No, I think it certainly will over the journey. Um, yeah, we're only three games into the two-divisional um, set up this season. Uh, the, we're still playing, all 13 teams are playing in the one day in 2020 comps, so the, the bye is still in that, um, that sort of setup. But no, I think over the journey, the first division cricket is going to be really, um, what's the word, competitive, I suppose, but yeah. probably more importantly, Michelangelo, you know, at some stages we could get to January and there'd be maybe five or six teams that were really a chance of playing finals. Mm. And the rest of the clubs were had four or five or six games to go and no real chance because of what had happened in the first half of the year. Whereas yeah. now, with relegation, promotion, finals in the second division, every game's going to count for something. So even those games in February and early March are going to mean something and Good. there'll be more, in, more intensity about them. So we hope over the journey we will see some diamonds in the rough come through that process. All right, the Redbacks sitting in third position in the Sheffield Shield after five games. You were part of the victorious 95-96 Shield title. Can you see any similarities? Are we a sneaky chance? Uh, look, the build's going along nicely, um, to be fair, sitting in our seats. You know, I, I think that team that we played in went fourth, third, second, first over a four-year period. Mm. Um, we lost in the, the Shield final the previous year in Queensland. Um, and all those experiences and opportunities really do stack up and, and help build the confidence. And last year, the team played well in the one day, has played in the final. This year, we didn't play so well, but we're converting some of our performances in shield cricket. We've got a big game against Victoria Tuesday week, today yes. or week today. So hopefully, if we can find an answer in that one in Adelaide, you know, we go into the break, the big bash break, probably sitting in the top two um, with a real opportunity to make a statement, you know, post the big bash period. So yeah, there's there's a nice build. There's a good age demographic of the team They're, they've all played some cricket now most of them have played 30 or 40 games which mm. is three or four years worth which is which is important for their development so so yeah we we like what we're seeing we suppose the biggest thing at the moment is we, i'd love to see our best and our worst being a bit closer together yeah. our best days and our worst days we're probably a little bit inconsistent um and if we can get that right we'll probably find ourselves winning those games that we played over the last week rather than, than falling out of them last one timmy you mentioned the big best do you like it yeah, I do, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's a tough time of the year. It's a busy time of the year, and so you kind of go from four-day cricket straight into Big Bash with a three-day turnaround, and your mm. and your squad all changes, and you have overseas and different players coming in. But the the crowd, the the public, seem to to enjoy it. I hope we've got some we've got some really good scheduling this year with more games on Friday nights and things, and we're past past COVID, so that's a positive that we should you know have everyone available and, and being able to play all the time. So yeah, no, looking forward to it. And, we're hopeful that you know we can get off to a good start with only 10 games this season rather than 14. Getting off to a good start will be really important to put a bit of a stamp on it. You do that and, you, and you're in the gun, get to the finals, toss a coin and see how you go. Tim, great to have a chat today. If we don't speak to you before we go and leave, have a great Christmas and may it be a great season for the Redbacks. Thanks very much, guys. You too. All Thanks, the best. Tim. Have a good flight back. There we are, Tim Nielsen. Uh,